I want to start off today by telling you a little story and possibly going down through memory lane. This is a podcast about visual art at Auburn University. My name is Chris Molinsky, Director of Education at the Jewel Collins Smith Museum of Fine Art. Today, we celebrate the end of the spring semester with our student guides, a new cohort of Auburn students who work at the museum. As we reach the end of our first year with the student guide program, we wanted to think about the museum. We asked a few of our students to pick one object that they connected with and talk for a few minutes about how they connected with it on a personal level. Hi, my name is Brooke Silver and I'm a student guide at the museum and I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about two of, well, technically one, but also two of my favorite pieces that we have on exhibit right now. So we have this running exhibit called Radical Naturalism where we invite artists to come in and pair their work with Audubon prints that we have. And right now we have Kevin Briscoe and he is, um, the theme of his exhibit is really about perspective and how two people can experience the same thing but come away with completely different ideas. And so they, you won't have the same um, perspective as anyone else really. Everyone's experience is really unique and um, individual. So he decided to pair his work in that theme with these two prints by John James Audubon of the American Crow. Um, and they're two different prints, but they have really minute differences. But also it speaks to that different pr- perspective of um, people's view of crows. So I remember when I was really young, um, the first time I really realized that there were like stigmas around crows and like pretty and ugly birds. Um, my extended family really loves hunting. And so my grandfather bought me a Red Ryder BB gun for Christmas. And I remember one day my grandfather and my grandmother were visiting. And I was like, okay, I'm going to impress him. So I went outside and I really wanted to shoot this big fat squirrel that I had seen um, previously. And when I went out there, I saw this really pretty cardinal, probably a couple of yards away um, or behind the squirrel. And I was like, oh, I'll never, I'll never hit that. I was like nine or 11. Um, and I did actually. So I remember watching it like flutter to the ground and I was really upset. And I went inside to talk to my dad and my grandfather and my grandfather chastised me. And he was like, we never shoot the pretty birds. And, um, and that was the first time I had this um, exposure to this idea of there's like pretty birds and ugly birds. And, um, it really impacted me and stuck with me for a really long time because my grandfather, for example, he loved cardinals, but he hated crows, ravens, jays. He hated all those birds. So those were considered to be like the bad birds that would be fine to shoot. And for a really long time, historically in the U.S., it was actually encouraged to shoot crows. So then as I got older, I was like, I really love crows. And I kind of feel like I have a kindred spirit with them. They're adventurous. They're mysterious. They're a little mischievous, but, um, They're really beautiful birds, and um, they have a lot of just appeal to them, and they're super intelligent. Um, So I really love that Kevin included this in his exhibit because it talks to even that. It speaks to even that idea of different perspective about when you learn about a bird and that, um, yeah. So I love these pieces. I think it's a beautiful addition to the exhibit, and um, yeah, I love crows, so it's always been one of my favorite pieces.
Hello, I'm Imani Poole, a student guide at the Jewel Collins Smith Museum, and I would like to tell you about a piece by Shakith in the Invisible Thread exhibition. It's called Oh My Body, Make Me Always a Man Who Questions, and it depicts a black man having what appears to be an exorcism. There are hands above him, and his body is contorting in a way as if the demon is being pulled out of him. He is sweating. His whole torso is sweating. I would like to talk about Shakith because he depicts biblical images relating to being in the black church and his identity being a queer black man in the black church. I feel like me and Shakith both have a questionable relationship with religion and church in general. I am not queer like Shakith, but I've always felt like I didn't belong there. I spent my entire childhood growing up in the black church, and I just never really liked being there and I couldn't understand why because it was a place where I felt like I should belong and a group of people who all looked like me but I never felt comfortable and the day that I knew I didn't belong here I'd like to talk about that for a bit it was the day of my aunt's funeral I was basically at my worst me and my family were all crying in tears at the funeral and the preacher got up on the stand and decided to tell a story. He told the story of his friend who came to him, another preacher from a different church, who came to him and told him that he would be leaving his wife. And the reason he was leaving his wife is because he found out that he was gay and he couldn't be married to her anymore and he couldn't be a preacher in the church anymore. And the preacher talked about how he counseled his friend, how he accepted his friend, and they went over biblical texts together, how he talked him through and tried to be a good counselor to him. And at the end of the story, the preacher said, after all was said and done, that his friend did not leave his wife and he did not leave the church. He did not fall into sin. And I couldn't feel good about this story, about how his friend was denying his identity to still appear good in front of his peers, what he believes to be good, and deny the sin of being homosexual. That day is the day I realized that I don't think I can be in the church any longer, that the ideals there do not resonate with me. The same way Shakith feels that he was an outsider looking into the church. Hi, my name is Mira Sleisman. I'm a student guide at the Jewel Collins Smith Museum here in Auburn. Um, the piece I'm going to be talking about today is a piece by Monsieur Zohor, um, it's titled MX22. Um, it's a neon piece, and it says, God made me to impress his friends. Um, it goes throughout the words in a rainbow fashion. Um, I've drawn to the piece just because of my own upbringing um, in a vaguely Christian household. Um, you know, we did all the things. We went to church, um, went to Sunday school. Um, but at the same time, you know, we didn't pray before meals. You know, it wasn't really talked about in the household. I did end up going to a Christian high school later on. Um, so just kind of being in that Christian atmosphere for a lot of my life. Um, you know, you pick up on things. You pick up on the morals and the principles. Um so yeah, just you know, interacting with interacting with this piece from that from that standpoint is really interesting. Um, the piece to me is you know it's kind of playful. Um, the rainbow coloring, the neon, um, the atmosphere, the room that it's in, um, it's just kind of a, puts a spin on Christianity that I don't think um, happens very often. Um, giving that kind of personality to God, um, 
thing, yeah, like I said, just, you know, doesn't happen very often. Hi, my name is Ashlyn Adair. I am a senior at Auburn University and a student guide here at The Jewel. My major is industrial design. I remember back in 2018 when me and my family had visited Seattle and went to the Jail Chihuly Museum. And being there was a really, I think, transformative experience because as an 18-year-old about to go to college at Auburn, I was trying to decide what I wanted to do. And I knew it wanted to be something with art. And so visiting this museum kind of put it in perspective that I can actually do something with art. And so seeing these sculptures, I was thinking about how I could apply his art and his message that comes with art to my own experience about to go through college. And so I ended up in architecture, didn't end up working in architecture. I'm now industrial design, but using his experience there at the museum, I had learned that doing something that you're actually happy with and proud of, which you could tell that he is because of all the passion that you see in his work and all of the different um, iterations that he has with different colors, different shapes, different ways that he presents his artwork. And it just really spoke to me in a way that led me to wanting to use my design to help others to actually have an impact and being proud of the work that I'm doing. And so I think that's why the Dale Chihuly piece at the Jewel is one of my favorites because it really represents sort of my journey to becoming a designer. Hi, my name is Real Abderrahman. I'm a senior at Auburn University majoring in art, and I'm also a student guide here at the Jewel Collins Smith Museum. I want to start off today by telling you a little story and possibly going down through memory lane. So do you remember back in elementary school when your teacher might have gotten up and given you a paper, a pencil, and an envelope and told you, today we're going to write letters to our future selves? Now, I remember this like it was yesterday. I was so excited and I remember writing so many things that I would want to tell to my future self. And once we were done, your teachers would take them up and potentially give it to your high school teachers. And then by the day that you graduated high school, you would have these letters to look back on and read through. So my class was a little different. Uh, My elementary school you know, letters to our future selves got misplaced, they were lost, and we never got them back, which was really a bummer because I kind of want to know what 11-year-old real wanted to say to 18-year-old real, but, you know, the letters are lost. But I think about that a lot. And I think about, you know, what did I really want when I was 11? Did I tell myself, hey, I hope you got some new clothes. I hope, you know, you found something that you really want to do. Did I wish for something, you know, that every kid wants, like a new toy or whatever. But the reality is, I don't know what's in that letter. And if I were to find that letter today, would I live up to the expectations that I had written for myself when I was, say, 11 years old? That's a question that I think about a lot. And the reason I say this is because there's a very interesting art piece here at the Jewel Collins Museum that really struck me. It's called Submission by Awal Ariscue, and when you walk into the Invisible Thread exhibition, you will see a prayer mat and a burned book inside a skull called The Spirit. And The Spirit is what I want to focus on today. The Spirit is a book that goes 
and talks about five different African tribes and how they lived on a social level, on an economic level, on an aesthetic level, basically all the detailings of their society. However, the reason that the artist Awal Lariskew burned this book is to symbolize the law's history and documentation throughout time. As we know, a lot of the history of how African societies conducted themselves is lost in modern day, and the information that is preserved is very minimal. So it's kind of difficult to see the future and also build on your society when you know very little about the past or you remember very little about the past. You know, you can still make a future for yourself, whether an individual level, a society level, you know, a governmental level, um, without having to reflect on the past, especially when you're kind of forced into not reflection or not being able to reflect because the past is hidden or it has been wiped out. My thanks to our amazing team of student guides for talking with us. All museum programs, including this podcast, are made possible by listeners like you. Go to jcsm.auburn.edu to show your support.